0: Hey, everybody, welcome to After Hours here on Barbecue Nation. I'm JT, along with Leanne Whippin, and our guest today, Mr. Eric Gornson from Around the House, uh, radio show and podcast. Uh, w- Eric is a proud member of the Portland Radio Mafia like I am, and uh, he's kind of my consigliore there. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we go that way. Is it better, Eric, when people are, you know, there's new home construction going on again. And now that some of the, these mandates and stuff are being lifted clear across the country, a lot of that's going to kick higher. Uh, but now you'll be able to spend two hundred and fifty thousand dollars on a five hundred square foot home because because of inflation and stuff. But regardless of that, you. Um, Usually outdoor kitchens are afterthoughts. They, they have a deck, they have a patio, but they don't think about the kitchen when they're constructing the house. Most of the time, mm-hmm. uh, give us three or four things they should be doing when they're thinking about building a new house or even a remodel as they got things torn up and easy access to water lines and electricity and that.
1: First off, I better get ready for this conversation. we're talking about outdoor living. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing: I think there's a a multitude of things you should plan out out there. You need to have extra power, so I want to see a couple, probably three circuits brought out to that area if you're remodeling or building a house. Because maybe you're in an area where a little bit during the year you might need some ceiling heat that's electric. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where you can put in like you see in restaurants in those outdoor areas. You've, of course, got to have that covered space. You need to have that in there as well, but you're going to need to have a lighting circuit out there so you can control maybe string lights going around or lights in that soffited area above, because you almost have to think of it as its own kitchen outside your home. If you're going to have blenders or mixers or things like that out there, you want to have that under control as well as a starting circuit if you've got something for a barbecue whether it's gas or, um, you know, charcoal or whatever you're doing out there. Those are some of the basics. And then if you can get water and you're in an area where you can get water and, 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 you know, drain out there, that's something else that would be really handy to have. So it's all nice, legal, and clean. Speaking
0: of not legal, um, Here's a little trick we did, we did at the ranch cuz we had a couple different sites that we could barbecue at the ranch. One was down by by the the creek most people would call it a river. Mm-hmm. And what I did is I did an old horse trainer's trick. I we put a slab, we built the thing for the water, we plumbed it in there, but the drain went down into uh, we'd taken a 55 gallon drum, cut off the mm-hmm. ends, sunk it in the ground, filled it with uh, rock yep. and and a little bit of sand. And every year we would do that. But the the drain line actually went in there and it was that field was so loamy and stuff that it be kind of created a national drain field, but we didn't have a real one down there, you know, but that a little
1: French drain. I mean, yeah, for most people, that's going to be fine. Whether or not, that meets your local standards for 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 wastewater or not that's up to you but you know if you're out in the farm and stuff like that i've done stuff like that before you know i mean your gutter system's going in there and if you're just you know if you're just rinsing off food particle stuff and you're cleaning off a dish or washing something real quick it's not that big a deal
0: yeah or a little kid that comes up he's been picking up mud bugs in the creek and he's all covered with dirt you can hose them off yeah yeah
1: Absolutely. One other thing i like to do on outdoor kitchens as well as if for cleaning up later is they now make, and if you can plumb for this or plan for this, they make outdoor faucets that are freeze proof that have hot and cold water with it's a mixing valve. So that's handy too. So if you need to, you know, roll out that hose and spray stuff down or, you know, clean out the, clean out the buckets and stuff like that, or clean out the coolers, Having something that gives other than just pure, you know, water is nice because you can actually go to that hot water with soap if you've got to clean something greasy up outside without having to haul it into the kitchen. That's not a bad thing as well to be able to have that warm water to help cut the grease.
0: When we did when we did the remodel a couple of years ago, we had one of those. Well, you know what I'm talking about. I have a little uh, closet out there. Yeah. it's under the patio. It's all you know enclosed. But that's where we put our instant water heater. So we plumbed right off that and put it right out on the exterior wall out by the deck. Um, So if just like you say, if you want to hose off something, now I don't hose off anything greasy. I mean, even though it wouldn't stick, I just don't do it there. Yeah. But if you want to clean out a cooler, like you said, or you want to rinse off some something that might take warm water to do it, it's real handy.
1: Yeah, it's just much easier to use, much yeah. easier to use.
0: Yeah. Okay, here's the barbecue part of this show, the real barbecue part of this show. Right. Leanne, Eric is a hardcore charcoal guy. He is. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's just a hardcore charcoal guy. I'm an assorted guy. I'm the variety pack of Fritos at the supermarket. Okay. Mm-hmm. But he, but he sticks with, um, he's got a Kamado that, um, kind of, kind of, it whatever. Yeah. probably getting in the market for a new one. I'll just, put yeah, it, uh, let's put it
1: that way. It's a, uh, it looks like a, a green egg, but it's the cheaper, darker version. And we'll leave it at that. Yeah. I got you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, and we don't argue about, about cooking methods or anything because I don't do that. I think whatever blows your horn mm-hmm. uh, is fine, but, Give him some advice for cooking at charcoal. This is his big chance to talk to you one on one. And I know he wants to ask you some questions, but he's too bashful and shy. <coughs>
1: I think you're you got putting the wrong words. Guest. I think I think
2: I was going to say, I think you're putting the
0: words in his mouth.
2: Well, obviously, with. um the type of cooker that you're talking about, you're going to be using lump charcoal, no doubt. Mm -hmm. Um, I think one thing that people need to look at is what's available out there because there are so many new brands on the market that cook hotter. uh, They aren't as wasteful uh, because charcoal adds up. And, you know, obviously the best thing to do with your cooker, when you're done, you close your vents and you can relight the charcoal. So don't let your charcoal burn out. Yeah, I'm sure you know all this, Um, but I'm a charcoal girl at heart. I I mean, I've got, you know, all different types of cookers, but um, yeah, that would be my biggest advice is to really go online and do your research. And a lot of these, you know, hardwood, lump charcoal. I I mean, I even see Kingsford has it out, but, you know, go ahead and try the different brands and see where what works best for you. And also take note on your lump charcoal. There are some companies that you open up the bag. It'll be like little, you know, one inch pieces where you can get the gigantic lump and it'll be an eight inch piece of wood. (laughs) So it's, it's whatever kind of floats your boat, but um, yeah. And obviously, you know, I'm no, lighter fluid you know the nice little starters you know the usual things
1: yeah that thing's got an electric start but i'll be honest you know i've got that and then i've got uh one of those gold weber kettle carts that i've had forever you know Mm -hmm. and i'm definitely in the in the market for upgrading but i'll be honest i haven't decided what i'm gonna upgrade to and i might not i might walk away even though i love charcoal uh you know i might go another direction with that i have Natural gas right around the corner, so I could do that. And you know, I have no problem when I upgrade going to pellet. What would be your recommendation if I was going to change fuels? What's what's kind of your well favorite?
2: pellets? Obviously, um, I'm a big proponent of pellets and Pit Boss grills, and I've been working a lot with the different cookers. And the advantage to pellets is obviously they're more condensed. Um, they're still hardwood. You still get the smoky flavor, but it's um, it's a lot easier and cleaner
1: to work with. Oh yeah, I mean my I have so much prep time with this grill because it's not designed perfectly well. So I mean about every four times I got to cl- take the lump charcoal out. Yeah. I've got to clean it out the the things don't you know all the all the waste that comes out of that cuz it is a messy cooking system. That tends to get hung up in there. So I've got a lot of cleaning to do probably every fourth time I use it just to make sure that I have the proper airflow coming up from the exactly. bottom. exactly, mm-hmm. And and that's the challenge with that model right there is that if I don't, if I try to go to a fifth time, I'm like, okay, I got an hour into this and I still don't have the, the right coals going.
2: Correct. Yeah. yeah. So um, there's a lot of considerations, obviously when you're looking for a new grill and there's so many options and now there's, you know, grills and smokers that are combi units where, you know, some of them even have air fryers, (laughs) you know, it's crazy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just want to cook something nice. I don't need it to give me the weather and everything else. And I, and I'm a home technology speaker. I just want to, I just want to have it work well. That's the key. Right. I cooked,
0: I cooked on one, no, three or four years ago that was put out by, um, Delta, which is one of the lines, um, of a bigger company and this one had charcoal pellets and gas. And it was, it was kind of fun uh, for what I was doing with it. It was a lot of fun because it it had an elevator grill Mm -hmm. or grate that you could work on. But my, I I've thought about that a lot. I wonder how the cleaning is on that. Um, And uh, of course I never found out, but I thought it was a great, uh, it was it was kind of spendy. I think it was mm-hmm. about a five thousand dollar grill at that yeah. point, but I thought that was very cool for the person that kind of likes, really likes to cook outside, and you know if they want to do gas for something quick or pellets for something a little smokier, do that. But if they wanted to go more traditional, there was certainly uh, a nice bay in there for. Uh, charcoal so there are products like that out there that mm-hmm. pe- you know you can swap around like that and of course you know we live in the home of pellet grills up here uh you know 10 I do, yeah. you know mm-hmm. yeah i live 10 miles from where the original triggers were made so uh you know yeah, it's and,
1: like midline between your house and my house
0: yeah yeah yeah. So, you know, that's all good, too. And I think the points are well taken on that. But the other thing I would throw in there, and I know, Eric, you've heard me say this before, and I've said it on the show, but not for a year or two. I have. I took one of my old shop backs and dedicated that just to cleaning barbecues, and it's an orange and black Oregon State Beavers. Yeah, um, oh, but that. it puts it just says I wrote with a in a non-erasable pen on the side felt pen said barbecue on it okay Mm -hmm. um small shop backs are 30 bucks at the hardware store or less uh but having that saved me a lot of trouble of getting grease on other things going down the line so uh, that's something i recommend to people is spend that extra 30 bucks get yourself a new shop back Take your old one, turn it into cleaning barbecue, and don't try to vacuum out your car with it or you're going to have some sort of grease on your carpet in your car. Um, No question. And wait
2: wait for your ash to cool down.
0: And wait for your ash to
1: cool down. Then you have a flame filler out the other side. I mean, JT, if you do that, I want to get a video of that because it'd be a great YouTube or TikTok (laughs) with you shooting flames out the back like it's a jet engine.
0: Oh Well, um, that's only happened... Uh, once or twice <laughs> get over the years yeah yeah you get in a hurry that's one thing about barbecue you can't be in a hurry you nope. cannot, you cannot be in a hurry um, even if you're cooking with gas you know you just can't be in a hurry folks I mean that's the deal
1: yeah it, so I'm on the search for a new for a new brand out there you know I've got uh, I've had that I've, I've had both of these for a number of years they're they're Working well for what they are, but they're just way past their prime. And there's a lot greater stuff to use out there. So that's Mm -hmm. kind of the next. I I left those as an area that I'm still to build. I wanted to get the seating area out there first. And this last year when I was building it, I realized I went, okay, no matter what I'm going to do for outdoor cooking appliances out there, whatever kind of grill or anything else I want to do refrigeration. I knew it was going to be 18 months before I got it anyway. So it wasn't going to get done. So I just said, All right, I'm going to hit the pause button on that and I'll get the rest of it looking good. And then uh, 2022 will be the year of the uh, of the cooking side of the kitchen.
2: You'll have to to give us a tour of your build out. Yeah,
0: absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I've seen it. It's 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 cool. It's coming along. It's coming along. It's coming along, especially from when you had to tear out a lot of old stuff to put the new stuff in. You know? Well,
1: yeah. And that, that's let's talk on that for just a second, because I had this little it was all open out there. There was no cover over the top of it. And I had this kind of little Juliet balcony thing that came off the master. There was a deck that was like three feet deep and eight feet wide. You could put two lawn chairs, little plastic lawn chairs, out there. And that's all you could do with that thing. And so for me, I'm like, OK, I'm going to build that out into a proper deck. So now that is uh, about 13 by eight but I made it waterproof. So now underneath where the outdoor kitchen is, that is all covered space now. So you can have in our Pacific Northwest rains and in winter weather, you can actually cook out there now undercover and have it work really well. And it was really easy to make it waterproof because they make this new product that goes, you know, when you see a composite deck board, there's that groove down the side for the fasteners. This is a a piece of T-shaped rubber that snaps in that. So now you're decking, it's called Dexer dry. That decking is now the, the waterproof part of it. So I just sloped it. So the water runs off when I built it. And so now I've got a, you know, a 13 by almost nine foot covered area for my outdoor kitchen. And then my bar hangs out beyond that. So you can be kind of either undercover, or if you want to sit out in the sun, you can do that.
0: Or if you just want to hang out over the bar, which I've yeah. seen you do too. <laughs> It, it it works. Okay. It works.
1: I can suntan when I'm, when I fall off my bar stool, it works out well. I know you've... you. <laughs> um...
0: Don't do that. Um, <laughs> I I've seen you. I know you've seen both sides of a bar stool. Correct. So that's okay. All right. Um, couple of quick lightning round questions for you here. Uh, let me find them. And, um, and i i was working on this really good joke last night i must be getting old because i was working on this really good joke and i thought man i can drop that into the show tomorrow and one i can't find where i wrote it and two i can't remember what i wrote so there you go (laughs) there there's your there's your joke the joke's on me a senior Um,
1: moment there gg a (laughs) senior
0: moment yeah don't laugh, pal. You're not that far behind me. Uh, so. Just far enough. But just far enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what's your favorite thing to cook, Eric, while I'm looking for this?
1: You know, I'm a tri-tip person. I love tri-tip. That's just, that's my favorite to throw out. I love the flavor of it. Uh, tri-tip's my jam. I love tri-tip tip as well. Yeah.
0: Course, if it's painted hills, he really likes it because mm-hmm. I mean, he because oh well I can't find the damn thing. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, tri chips always I've I've cooked tri chips for 20 years and I've always just loved it.
0: Okay. Uh Captain and Tennille or the Almond Brothers. Ooh, I'm gonna go
1: Captain Tennille. There, there you go. Yeah. I like some of that old 70s stuff. Wow. You're We've year. got vinyl at the house, but uh, I do like the Almond Brothers too. So either one of those are actually things that we probably we actually have vinyl of both. So I have to wow. say, wow. Hey,
0: uh, speaking of vinyl, Billy Billy Joel is dropping the first of March into February. I think six remastered of his albums, but only on vinyl.
1: Nice, <laughs> yeah. Nice, that is nice. Yeah, a little yeah, amazing. I, I- You know, I I have some weird music stuff, as JT knows. So, you know, I've got. Oh, Jesus. I I get into the hard rock and and punk rock. That's my jam. But I also can sit there and and listen to the disco 70s stuff. So I get into both.
0: Well, Steel Panthers did his theme song for his show. So
1: (laughs) you are true. (laughs) uh, Yeah,
0: I know all about that. And they they do other lyrics also. So none of
1: them will fit on the radio.
0: No, but they are fun. Um, If I if. Leanne granted you immunity and you could be the head of uh, the Supreme leader for barbecue for a week. What would you
1: decree? Ooh, good question. I would, I would remove charcoal, lighter fluid from the marketplace.
0: There you go. What do you think of that? You like that? Leanne? Yes, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Also charcoal that has,
0: Flavor flavors
2: in in, that has flavors incorporated in
0: it <laughs> that's the, the liquid smoke <laughs> of charcoal right yeah. the liquid yeah. smoke of charcoal <laughs> see that you you nailed it there for me that's one product that i think should be exercised from everybody's food cabinets is liquid smoke Yep. That those people i'm sure don't like me because i've been railing against it for years but i think that is the most wretched stuff in the world. And you, can t- you can't hide that flavor. I don't care what you do to it. You, can, you cannot hide the flavor of liquid smoke. Can't do it.
1: You know, but it's, it's good that they can take the taste of a house fire and put it into a little <laughs> bottle like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we that have was my endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> what? Cancel that meeting. <laughs> yeah. huh? That house had um, vinyl sighting. Um, I'm getting some shag carpet and a shake roof. And yeah, oh, there's the shake roof and um oh lead paint. <laughs> that house was built in 1972. There you go. See? All you from could,
0: liquid smoke. You could do forensic barbecue.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mm.
0: Oh my god.
1: Uh
0: <sighs> I almost hesitate to ask you this one. Oh, no. You ever cooked outside in the winter in your
1: underwear? Or less. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's the sound bite of the day. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Might have been might have been drinking involved at that point, but
0: Uh, it just just curious buddy just curious
1: had to paint that picture for you yeah no
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're no.
1: oh in uh in jt's <laughs> book of horror was just the kind of the that was the combo right there <laughs> oh
2: <laughs> he
1: looked like he was walking through the backyard barefooted and found what the dog left him between his toes <laughs> just as you went oh <laughs> Yeah, look like almond roca. Uh,
0: <laughs> anyway, OK, I think I think we're good on that. Eric, thank you, buddy, for being with us. <laughs> it on was that, fun. No,
2: it's, thank you so much. <laughs> thanks,
0: guys, for having me. You bet. Anytime, my friend. Uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully, <laughs> with <laughs> another edition of After Hours here on Barbecue Nation. For my good pal, Eric Gorenson and my great co-host, Leanne Whippin. We thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. Take care, everybody. And remember, turn it, don't burn it.